Moms know the ups and downs of life. It's what makes them great subjects for books. This is one of the things that fiction can do, right? It can give us a window into the battles that each person is waging or facing, but it doesn't mean that we condone her actions. This week on NPR's Book of the Day podcast, we are discussing books centering mothers. So call your mom, then tune into the Book of the Day podcast from NPR. Some of the Ukrainians who fled Russia's invasion have found shelter here in the U.S. Ari Snyder from Maine Public Radio met with a Ukrainian-born resident of the central part of the state who's already taken in 11 refugees and plans to welcome more. On a warm spring afternoon, Helena and Petro Terzi are stepping into their new apartment in Auburn, Maine for the first time. A small group of fellow Ukrainians is there to greet them. Carrying blue and yellow balloons and a bouquet of flowers wrapped in plastic, the couple walks into their sunny bedroom overlooking the backyard. They'll be sharing this apartment with another Ukrainian family who arrived several weeks ago. With a tired-looking smile on his face, Petro lowers himself into a soft armchair next to the bed. His daughter, Alina Terzi, who's lived in Maine for several years, translates. They're so happy. They're like, praise the Lord, we are, we arrived. The Terzis are from Odessa. They fled their home in late February, several days into the Russian invasion. They went first to Moldova, then to Poland, where they were taken in by a family. The official refugee resettlement process can take up to two years, but thousands of Ukrainians have already arrived in the U.S. Arriving without the help of a refugee resettlement agency means many Ukrainians rely on family members or volunteers to secure basic needs, including housing. That's the case for the Terzis. They came on tourist visas and are moving into a nondescript two-unit rental property in Auburn that's become an unlikely hub of a DIY resettlement operation. Oleg Opalnik is the person holding this operation together. Opalnik is also from Ukraine and has lived in Maine since 2001. He runs a construction business and invests in rental properties. Apolnik says that after seeing the destruction the Russian army was inflicting on his home country, he wanted to go back. When the war started, I wanted to go to fight. But he talked himself out of that idea, realizing that he could be of assistance on this side of the Atlantic. And I made this decision that I would probably help more people to protect and give them a head start here in the U.S. rather than going and fighting. In mid-April, he gave that head start to a family of five who already had a relative living in Maine. He paid for their airfare and is housing them for free. Soon after, he welcomed a second family, Olya and Yuri Kutniak, along with their 11-year-old son. They're the ones sharing the apartment with Helena and Petro Terzi. After fleeing Ukraine, the Kutniaks originally planned on going to Missouri, where they had a connection through their church community. But when they arrived in the U.S. after crossing the southern border, those plans changed. <laughs> Speaking in Russian, Kutniak says a volunteer at the border suggested they consider Maine instead and told them to call Apolnik. Kutniak says the phone call went so well that they changed their plans on the spot. They arrived in Maine on April 21st. Kutniak's 11-year-old son is starting school, and she and her husband are focused on getting their work permits, with guidance from Apolnik. With support from his family and his Seventh-day Adventist church, Apolnik has also helped the families with everything from furnishing the apartments to enrolling the kids in school. He says it's a full-time job, but a job he's happy to be doing. It's overwhelming, you know, from time to time, but at the same time, you know, it's, I'm very thankful that I have this ability to help. 
including the Terezids, Apolnik is now supporting 11 Ukrainian evacuees. And he's already preparing to welcome two more families. For NPR News, I'm Ari Snyder in Auburn, Maine. There are a lot of issues on voters' minds right now. Six big ones could help decide the election. Guns, reproductive rights, immigration, the economy, health care, and the wars overseas. On the Consider This podcast from NPR, we will unpack the debates on these issues and what's at stake. You can listen to NPR's Consider This wherever you get your podcasts. Pro-Palestinian protests have popped up on college campuses across the country. But from the eyes of students, what are we missing? From the outside, these protests are painted as really violent when that couldn't be further from the truth. I'm Brittany Luce, host of NPR's It's Been a Minute, and I'm inviting you to hear from student journalists who see what the rest of us cannot. On It's Been a Minute from NPR. The Bullseye podcast is, according to one journalist, the, quote, kind of show people listen to in a more perfect world. So make your world more perfect. Every week, Bullseye puts the pop in culture, interviewing brilliant authors, musicians, actors, and novelists to keep you on your pop culture target. Listen to the Bullseye podcast, only from NPR and Maximum Fun.